Well, now I guess we just uh, sit quietly and wait patiently for the next false flag operation to kick the news cycle into gear again. Maybe it'll be monkeypox. Or maybe uh, another adversarial country will invade some innocent country minding its own business. Or we'll have another school shooting. Or somebody tried to shoot up a mall and got killed by uh, someone who was constitutionally carrying. So that's why it hasn't been blasted all over the airwaves. Because the goal, of course, is to disarm the public, not to be safe. Let's get the guns. Get the guns so that they can do whatever they want, right? Our benevolent leaders. But the news cycle has definitely slowed down, at least by my assessment. It's just a bunch of uh, real inflammatory news stories. This piece of work, Assistant Secretary of Health, says we got to empower kids to go on puberty blockers and get gender reassignment surgery. Now, I don't, I mean, I I guess I don't really, I mean, I don't guess. It's true. I don't believe that every transgender person is mentally ill, but some of them definitely are. And I think we just need to be encouraging acceptance to five-year-olds. And everything else falls in line. I would argue 99% of teachers would agree. So what is drag queen story hour about what is all of this gender ideology doctrine being pushed on our kids about well it's about making you mad it's about pushing you to the limit to get you to do something stupid so they can bring the boot down on you and the red flag laws will be challenged in the Supreme Court, but that's what they're for. Because as we see, if they can't do it all at once, they're perfectly happy with stepping back, taking a deep breath, and fundamentally changing the country one child at a time. And this has been the plan for a long time. And that's, I think, part of the reason why we are in the position that we're in right now, because the global leadership has set the chessboard 
and they've been making their moves incrementally to bring us into a one-world government system. And that's why we're seeing today that, you know, the the North American Fair Trade Agreement that was uh, Clinton era, I believe, has decimated the country and sent all of our manufacturing overseas. 1994, yep, that was Clinton. And we keep getting pushed further and further into this globalism because why? Because they steal elections. I mean, honestly, when, when is the last time that we had an honest election? Do you think? I mean, remember when, when George W. Bush got elected and it was very controversial talking about hanging chads I mean, I don't even care to read a story. I, I I looked one up. But we wouldn't be in this position if we didn't... I mean, that that sort of thing never would have happened if we didn't have such a divided nation to begin with. If we... <clears throat> if we even have such a divided nation as it's claimed on the screen. Let's see, when it looks like the election is going to be 49% to 51%, it's not so difficult to cheat. And please believe the cheating is being planned as we speak for the 2022 election. The Department of Justice, the United States Department of Justice, is suing Arizona right now because they want to enact proof of citizenship. The headline from the New York Post DOJ sues Arizona over election law that requires proof of citizenship for federal voting. By David Proper. The U.S. Department of Justice wants to legally block a recently passed law in Arizona that requires proof of citizenship to vote in some federal elections. The DOJ announced it filed the lawsuit Tuesday to stop the legislation that was signed into law by Republican Governor Doug Ducey in March and is supposed to take effect at the beginning of next year. So it's all theater. It's all for nothing, because it's not taking effect until 2023, which isn't even an election year. So despite all the concerning circumstances from the 2020 election, our esteemed elected leaders have just, dragged their feet this whole time and even the minor and common sense election reforms that should already exist are being slow played 
to not even take effect before the midterms. So it looks like the left will be allowed to cheat again in this election. And yes, they're ramping up all of their mask mandates and vaccine mandates. And they're even discussing lockdowns. From Reason.com, ineffective mask mandates could be returning in Los Angeles and Seattle. Evidence from the past two years suggests they won't make a difference. Oh, big shocker. Public officials in Los Angeles and Seattle are reportedly mulling a return to mask mandates as COVID-19 case numbers surge and hospitalization rates creep upward. When are we going to ask about the tests? I mean, isn't that a pretty common sense question? At the beginning of this pandemic, I was questioning the tests. Are the tests any good? Where are the tests coming from? Who makes the tests? We know China was behind a giant propaganda operation to convince the world that they must lock down to stop the spread, which had no basis in science. Nothing like that had ever been done before. But because our leadership is stupid, gullible, and greedy, they just went along with it. Because even though they didn't really know what the effects would be, they didn't even need to take the time to think about them because it was going to be beneficial to them. Hospitalizations now exceed 10 per 100,000 residents in Los Angeles County. The threshold where indoor masking in public spaces becomes mandatory under the county's pandemic mitigation plans. If the county remains above that rate of hospitalizations for the next two weeks, the mask mandate would automatically take effect on July 29th. So any, uh, any predictions? I bet mask mandates are coming back. They're going <clears> to, <throat> they're going to try the same thing over again because they failed. And I think that's what's contributing to the slow news cycle. They've hit a bump in the road. And that is that we're not buying it. They couldn't control the information well enough. They couldn't censor the people fast enough. And now they're stuck in the mud. They're stuck in the mud of their own failures. But they're going to try again. And they're going to try again because we all went along with it the first time. See, we all trusted and believed them. And over the last two years, they destroyed that trust. And now they're going to have a do-over. So what are you going to do? You're going to mask up, vax up, and put your head down like last time? In Washington State, meanwhile, officials in King County, which includes Seattle, 
are having active discussions about a new mask mandate as COVID hospitalizations climb. In both places, officials are pointing to the highly transmissible new subvariants of the Omicron variant of COVID. These subvariants, blah, blah, four and blah, blah, five, are now the dominant strains of the virus circulating in the U.S., but they seem to cause less severe illness and fewer hospitalizations than their predecessors. Yes, so if you're, if you're into all the fear porn from the, uh, the mainstream media, just quit it. All right? Stop reading the news. Start reading some studies. Because they just lie. They just lie to you. They lie to you because the companies pushing the vaccine have people sitting on the boards of these news media companies and their parent companies. And those parent companies sit on the board of Pfizer. And it's a, it's a disgusting, incestuous web of Wealth and power that holds us right in place. And I'm sure that contributes to why the gas prices are so high right now. And the ESG system, remember, uh, uh, environmental social governance it ties into that as well. The ESG overlords say, no, you CNN needs money, so you need to advertise your company on CNN. Otherwise, your ESG score will go down. We won't be able to include you in these ETF packages of companies to invest in that we sell to consumers, and your stock price will drop, and you'll lose money. And then if you're the CEO of that company, your future is in jeopardy. Do you see how that manipulation works? So as the media companies then become reliant on this ad revenue from these companies, now these companies have the leverage over the information that comes out of these networks. If you report on the things that we tell you to report on, you can continue to rely on the ad revenue that comes from us. But if you don't report on the things that we tell you to report on, and worse, if you report on the things we tell you not to report on, well, then we're going to pull our ads. We're not going to give you money anymore. Now, did Donald Trump contribute to this media climate because when trump was in office it was all fire and brimstone for trump he's so bad he's so terrible and the clicks and views were off the charts and donald trump was very lucrative for the media apparatus and as it works in the land of human beings, you grow accustomed to your income, right? Your lifestyle reflects your level of income. 
Then Donald Trump leaves office and suddenly the interest in the media crashes. And that was combined, of course, with all with with the exposure of all of the lies and misinformation and propaganda that was spread by the media going back to well who knows when at least 2015 so people start tuning out cnn loses their contract with the the airports so they don't they're not you know the uh the primary news sponsor of your of all of your your air travel and they have to do something. So why not submit to the corporate overlords? You have to keep the company afloat. At a certain point, as a business owner, manager, CEO, you have a responsibility to the people that you employ. So are you a bad person? For taking money to keep your company running? Well, if if that means spreading a bunch of propaganda to people across the country and the world, then yes, it is bad. You are a bad person for considering that. And I would argue perhaps you should have chosen to report the truth instead of propaganda. Because it all goes back to Obama in uh, in 2012, I think, uh, as I turn to the search engine, which is not Google. Yeah, Smith-Munt Modernization Act of 2012, that made it legal for propaganda, for propaganda to be spread across the United States. Here's the article from the Libertarian Institute with a great big picture of Nina Jankowitz, the head of the disinformation, well, the now defunct disinformation governance board. Oh, is this going to be an opinion article written like a novel? It looks like it. Let's find out. Spectacle and theater have come to dominate the political arena today, even more so than ever before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, here we go. A little bit of history. All of this mayhem got underway in the early 21st century with the government apprising, in quotes, citizens that Saddam Hussein had weapons of mass destruction and was in cahoots with Osama bin Laden. Through such, quote, intelligence community findings, citizens were deceived by, quote, the experts into believing that Iraq had something to do with 9-11 and therefore was fair game for attack in 2003. There can be little doubt that in the aftermath of the events of September 11, 2001, politicians and the populace's critical faculties were compromised by the shock of what happened on that day, which best explains why they were so receptive to propaganda at the time. Now, see, that's another thing. I constantly have to remind myself is politicians read the news too. And politicians also go on social media. I mean, they have their esteemed blue checkmark accounts on Twitter. And this is why we have to get two things done 
ASAP. But we'll probably have to wait until after the midterm elections. We have to get voter ID. We have to make it impossible or as impossible as possible <laughs> to vote illegally, to vote if you're a citizen that, uh, uh, a foreign citizen that has no business voting. And we have to rein in the lying media. And, and that's the tough one because we have the First Amendment. We have the freedom of the press. And this is one of those things that the foreign interests have figured out how to use against us. Our First Amendment. So how do we make the press stop lying while still preserving their right to freedom of the press? I don't know. I'll be back. Goodbye.